Hello, dear listeners. It is I, once again, DJ Star Sage, coming to you from Her Majesty's Carriage, the Lady Demora. It is a bright but chilly, wintry Monday morning. The sun is rising behind me as I head into my workday in Oslo at the candy shop. The dash is reading 11 degrees out, and uh, the Weather Channel has told me that we are in for a ride. Yes, apparently Old Man Winter is going to come down from the Arctic and have his way with us in a couple of days. More on that in a moment. How are you, and what have you been up to? I hope you had a chance to sit back and relax, enjoy your weekend, get together with some loved ones or friends, and if you don't have weekends off, hopefully you had a chance to catch your breath between moments of pandemonium. Before the weekend hit, Hubby and I sat down to enjoy our evening meal after work. And we fired up the old home theater. I say old, but it's more like a term of endearment. The old Victrola, the old home theater. And uh, we were going through our inventory, our library, the great Star Sage catalog of films, and noticed that there was one in particular that we had not yet purchased a Blu-ray copy of. This is another childhood favorite. No, this is not turning into a Disney podcast. I will explore all films, great and far, anything I have a fondness for, and I just happen to be reliving my youth because I just celebrated a birthday. And in case you missed it, that is New Year's Day, and I won't say it again. Well, maybe I will, but I turned 42. And, uh, well, the kernel I've gained, I've gathered from that experience is I am now old enough that if I had had a child, I would be old enough that they could be of age to drink in this country, to vote, to go to war, and to drink. Yes, well, at least I have someone to blame, possibly, for the last election. (laughs) Even though it might be a virtual blame. Anyways, so, we purchased the Blu-ray copy of the I want to say 70s film starring Angela Lansbury. Yes, the the famous dame. And I'm not uh, being chauvinist. She has been knighted by the, the royal crown of Britain. Dame Angela Lansbury, who did that long running show in the 80s called Murder, She Wrote. Well, Angela Lansbury did a film in the 70s by Disney, and it starred the musical talents of the Sherman Brothers. Now, if you are keeping your ear close to the pulse 
of my productions, <laughs> you'll know that Toppy Smelly and I just recently discussed the musical starring Dick Van Dyke, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. That was also a f- uh, program done by the Sherman Brothers. This was a writing duo who did many films for Disney, eventually did depart, but they were part of the golden age. And uh, as it turns out, Bedknobs and Broomsticks actually was a story that Walt Disney was considering developing into film when they were having difficulty securing the rights to the books by P.L. Travers, English author who wrote the Mary Poppins series. Now, of course, as we all know, they did eventually get the rights and Walt Disney did produce Mary Poppins with Julie Andrews. However, they kept the idea for Bedknobs and Broomsticks, which actually was a couple of books, and I'm forgetting the proper title of the book, but by another English author. And uh, once Mary Poppins had been developed a few years later, Disney had it in their mind that they still wanted to pursue that story. So the Sherman brothers dusted off their writing tablets once more and put pen to paper and whipped us up a magical musical experience. And uh, the Blu-ray edition explores some of the quote-unquote lost footage there were some musical numbers that didn't make the theatrical release as uh, in those days they used to have a media event and oftentimes that would be at a venue such as Radio City Music Hall in New York City and uh, they would have a full orchestra playing the soundtrack but the venue had to be booked for a certain block of time so a film could not run over two hours and at the time the completed film Bedknobs and Broomsticks did surpass that time so some numbers were cut and didn't make the theatrical release but they were put back in in later DVD and Blu-ray releases one of these was a number the Sherman Brothers wrote when uh, Angela Lansbury's character, a uh, an Eglantine Price, was uh, receiving a shipment from the correspondence college she attended. Now, uh, in those days, it was basically the equivalent to today's um, online college. No internet then, it was all done by mail, but somehow people got their educations. And uh, Angela Lansbury's character ordered a broom because she was studying witchcraft. Very delightful film, and uh, it had animation with characters because they eventually ended up in a kingdom where animals could speak. And it was all set during a wartime story. I want to say it may have been World War II. And uh, interesting side note, apparently when this film was released in Germany, uh, due to sensitivity of of, uh, wartime issues, 
all of the footage featuring Nazi characters were removed in that country. So I'm not quite sure how that story plays without that element, but I'm sure many have uh, tracked down the completed film. So, yes, Bedknobs and Broomsticks, quite a delightful film. Then uh, as we worked our way into the weekend, I ended up heading out of the house on Saturday. Hubby had to work that day. And I managed to pick up a few things. Fortunately, I didn't have a huge grocery list, but I got some goodies. And uh, these are going to be for giveaway bags. You know, kind of like a little uh, housewarming gift. But in this case, these bags are going to be filled with movie-going snacks, sweets. And uh, they will be traveling with us to the Farpoint Convention, that mid-Atlantic sci-fi extravaganza you've heard me speak of. Toppy and I will be presenting a podcasting panel during Saturday's morning programming at the convention. You do have to have tickets for the venue in order to participate, but it is a thoroughly enjoyable experience. This is something that I have been attending since my youth. It's sort of a, a nerd family reunion, and it's the, the well, it's the sort of reunion that you actually want to go to because there are even celebrities. But uh, we'll be presenting our panel on how we got our starts as podcasters and uh, how we, as uh, gentlemen of a homosexual persuasion, uh, cover our livelihoods, our lives, our day-to-day existences in the modern day. So we'll be passing out raffle tickets during our presentation. You just have to show up to receive one. And uh, one of two people, well, two people, will be getting a little goodie bag with uh, a movie, some snacks, and maybe even a CD of some of our episodes. I know, CD, how gauche. Well, you buy thumb drives for me. (laughs) CDs are still quite a bit more affordable, and uh, I don't really trust the sorts of uh, memory sticks that I'm finding with these, uh, you know, mail-order companies, so... Thoroughly looking forward to our upcoming trip. It will be an opportunity to escape the day-to-day doldrums. And Hubby and I have already been uh, putting together our packing list of things to bring along on the trip. I've recently purchased a new selfie stick. Yes, I know. Okay, I am in my 40s, folks. Now, technically, I have already had a selfie stick. However, as we are frugal in the Star Sage household, um, this was a device that uh, didn't last very long, at least the, the previous edition I had. So I decided to spend a little more coin on this one 
and uh, I'm going to, of course, charge it up and test it out before the trip, and uh, I will share the evidence of our arrival and our times there in the fair commonwealth of Baltimore. I'm sorry, Baltimore is the city, Maryland is the commonwealth. And we'll be getting together with a few friends to break bread and uh, just having a good old time. Most certainly, one of the things that I look forward to is seeing the costuming that some of the fans will be doing. Before the weekend was out, Hubby and I sat down, got on the old headsets, and uh, cranked up the old internet, and we jumped online to join a kind soul, a good friend who is a member of the Univaz family of programming, Mr. Paul Chandler of the Shy Life podcast. And uh, we had a nice visit. We talked about experiences of attending conventions and fandom, as well as our interest in Doctor Who. So you'll want to stay tuned for a forthcoming, upcoming episode of the Shy Life podcast, which you can find by going to shyyeti, S-H-Y-Y-E-T-I dot Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N, like November, dot com. And I'm told that this is an episode that should be out by mid-month-ish, so it shouldn't be too long, and that is plenty of time for you to get caught up with the most recent episodes if you're not familiar with this show. Paul is a a gentleman, a gentleman, a librarian, who is a jack-of-all-trades, and uh, much like Mr. Toppy Smelly, his program often includes characters of his own creation, sort of like uh, an old-time radio show, although uh, in the case of The Shy Life, it's not so much small-town adventures as the smell cast, but certainly a cast of characters including an extraterrestrial. Alrighty, folks, I am uh, most of the way to work and traffic seems to be picking up, so stay tuned for the second half of this program. And here we are, another day closer to the weekend. So, what have I been up to? Well... We had that little thing called a polar vortex here in the Northeast. And uh, as I am driving into my workday, the dashboard on the Lady Demora is reading all of four degrees Fahrenheit out. And I was just talking the other day to a friend of the show, 
Paul of the Shy Life podcast, who's over there in Merry Old England. And uh, I looked it up on a conversion chart that it was actually negative 12 degrees Celsius here in not quite apple country. So those of you not on Imperial, the rest of the world, imagine that. Negative 12. Now, we have been having a fair amount of wind chill here in the Northeast. We're not far from the Finger Lakes here. We're sort of sandwiched between the Finger Lakes and uh, one of the Great Lakes. So uh, we're in the great vast uh, farming fields of western New York. And those large open spaces promote a great amount of wind. And uh, it certainly felt below zero here lately. Now, we've been fortunate in that while it's been uh, Arctic temperatures here, we have not had hardly any accumulation of snow. We might have had a dusting, and by that I mean under an inch of snow, flurries perhaps, but the, uh, the frigid temperatures certainly can cause some uh, dangerous situations, especially when the uh, material most people's tires are made for them on their vehicle, the latex or, or whatever blend it is they use these days, are still susceptible to extreme temperatures. Now, of course, they probably fare better in hot than cold, because when latex rubber it gets frigid, it becomes brittle. And in theory, the, uh, the action, the traction of driving on the roads heats them up, but uh, it still causes for some interesting driving conditions. And uh, as it has been uh, very risky going out during these conditions, there have been school closings in my neck of the woods. And uh, you ask, well, why are you going to work still? (laughs) Well, that's simple, silly. I'm a grown-up, and my employer expects me to be at work. So, uh, no sleeping in... uh, no calling it a day, put on my big boy pants and my shoes, get bundled up because it's time to go into the candy shop. I did treat myself, however. No, I didn't make a purchase, per se. No electronic goodies. But I normally park at least a couple of blocks away from work. I can use the exercise, honestly, but with these lower temperatures, the five to ten minute walk that it can sometimes be uh, is not something I want to chance, so I've been shelling out the money to pay for the expensive parking garage, the one that's right next to my work. I, I find it ironic that while my garage a couple of blocks away 
is uh, less expensive monthly, it tends to have greater availability of parking, d despite the fact that it's also a smaller garage. So rather than climb the ivory tower, trying to find a premium parking space and not save myself any time when I'm short on it in the morning, I usually just park a couple of blocks away. Yes, slumming it. So we are due to break these icy temperatures, or so I'm told, before the weekend hits. Tomorrow it's supposed to break the uh, single digits. We're actually supposed to be back in the teens, maybe 20s. And by the weekend, it's supposed to be in the 30s. And get this, by Monday, we're supposed to be back up between 40 and 50. What kind of insanity is that? But, uh, you know, the Mother Earth is just responding to the infection that is known as humankind. And by that, I mean... Uh, if you are not a, a person in the know, if you don't pay attention to science, we are not kind to Mother Earth. No, it's not a bunch of hooey. And sure, maybe we didn't have the records more than a century ago, but we're learning about our climate and the world around us, and there is no reason why we shouldn't be kinder. It is deplorable, it is reprehensible that uh, certain government agencies feel that we are better off trying to make a quick buck and possibly improve our relations with foreign nations over the consequences of destroying the environment. The Native American Confederacy that existed in this part of the world, in the Northeast, it was a council of, I want to say, six or seven tribes. The Iroquois is one of them. They had a saying which was once used by a very popular company in New England that marketed environmentally friendly goods. They called themselves Seventh Generation. The Seventh Generation's motto was basically that we must consider the consequences of our actions and uh, make our decisions based upon their impact on the next seven generations. So, definitely uh, food for thought, how this world is reacting to the poor decisions of man, and we are facing those consequences. So, uh, I am uh, still certainly, of course, anticipating the 
weekend road trip adventure that's coming. I can't believe that it's almost only a week away now. But uh, Hubby and I are certainly setting our sights on uh, Point South, the, the Chesapeake State, I think it's called, Maryland, is the nickname. Chesapeake State. <laughs> uh, just uh, creating our packing lists, getting our laundry together, checking off our to-dos. And uh, part of that is uh, getting ready for the next episode, which will be available, possibly as you're listening to this, of Matinee Minutia. You know that film and television trivia show that I do with Mr. Toppy Smelly? Come to find out, we are currently in the year of the 25th anniversary of the Fox Network's 90s sci-fi, paranormal, occult, whatever you want to call it, show, The X-Files, which starred a young David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson. Now, some of you may not have been old enough to have watched this program in its initial run, but it did run nine seasons, and it had a couple of more in a recent revival. There were even two films that were made. So, uh, apparently, come to find out, this is one of the longest-running sci-fi television series or phenomenons. So, in light of this, we are going to be discussing The X-Files in our next episode of Matinee Minutia. And as I record this, that is due to take place tomorrow evening, Friday, February 1st at 9 p.m. Eastern. Go ahead and uh, jot on over to univazpods.net. Click on the radio tower for streaming audio and enter Discord to participate in our chat room. It is sure to be tons of fun and very interesting as any long-running series like that has just piles and piles of stories to tell, to discuss, and, uh, you know, much like the X-Files themselves, many things hiding in the stacks. And uh, this is a show that actually is available on a couple of different streaming services. So if it's been a while since you saw the show in its initial run, it is definitely worth a revisit. I had all but forgotten some of the storylines of those earlier episodes. It definitely has notes from several programs that were its predecessors, such as 
Twilight Zone, The Outer Limits. There's elements of uh, police work in there, detectives and forensics. So it was definitely a bundling of many popular TV show themes. And, uh, you know, when it comes right down to it, it's just a fun watch because you have the, the daydreamer that is Fox Mulder, played by David Duchovny, who is interested in the occult and likes the fantastic. And then you have Gillian Anderson's character, Dana Scully, who's a little tighter laced. She's a doctor. She's a young woman, possibly conservative and a faith-driven person who tries to come up with reasonable science-based explanations for things. So it's just like having uh, that good friend who's along for the ride, who tries to help you from making possibly misguided decisions in life. (laughs) And uh, certainly there is no shortage of the antics between Mulder and Scully during the run of that show. Now, in later years, like any long-running show, some of the storylines may not have been uh, as good a quality, but say lovey. <laughs> some of the early episodes were uh, very much alike some of the low-budget horror films of the day, of the, the 80s and, and before, and there was certainly no shortage of puns. So, definitely drop by Matinee Minutia. If you missed the live show, you can certainly catch the uh, archive. And certainly you could subscribe at Matinee, M-A-T-I-N-E-E, Minutia, M-I-N-U-T-I-A-E, Minutia, MatineeMinutia.com. And on our webpage, you'll find out how you could subscribe, how you could reach out to us. Tell us any ideas you might have for a favorite TV show or movie that you would like to know a little more about. And of course... If you're at your computer or here on your Wi-Fi, you're welcome to view our video feed on YouTube, which is live 9 p.m. Eastern every other Friday when we have our show. And if you miss our show on the first, again, we are every other Friday. So after this episode will be a very special Valentine's Day tribute. And that will be taking place on Friday, February 15th, which will be just after the Farpoint Convention. And certainly we will have lots to share at that time. Alrighty, folks. I hope that you stay warm, that you stay inside. If we the uh, polar vortex is affecting your neck of the woods and uh, hopefully you get a few things done around the house so that you 
you don't feel so overwhelmed when it comes to your day off. Okay, folks, that is all for now. Kisses from the carriage. Bye-bye. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting.